Handle on the News. Handle on the News! It is tempting to make this process simply an extension of our squabbling that's going on in the news every day. But to go down that path would be wrong. I simply ask to give him a fair hearing. And then an up or down vote. Here's Bill Handel. All right. On a Monday. <coughs> Excuse me. Good morning, everybody. Yes. And uh, we start with uh, Bender applauding. Bueno. Yes. And then uh, Michelle, good morning. And uh, the lovely Aaron V. Good. Happy Monday. There you are. And then Justin. Who's your daddy? Exactly. All right. A couple of um, corrections here. Uh, Bender, Pope Francis said uh, happiness is not an app you can buy. It absolutely is. <laughs> That's for starters. Is that Never. in the Apple store or you, the Android it's, store? You no, know, it's the app. Well, you can do both. You can't spell happy without it's app. happy app. You know, there's no problem. You know who started that? Uh, Pharrell uh, came up with that app. And it worked out okay. That I hear he's happy. Wow, that was right. really good. That he, was good. He's very happy. Okay. So uh, there's that. What else is going on? Uh, not, not much. Not a whole lot of news over the weekend other than the killing of those eight people. Turn out, It's going to turn out to be a drug deal uh, gone south. Uh, was it three marijuana? Yeah, three of the four homes had marijuana, marijuana. grow operations inside. And it, it seems like one of those organized, almost almost like a mafia kind of hit where kids are off the table, where you never, kids are never to be killed. You had one woman killed with a four-day-old right next yeah. to her. Yeah, so it's going to be, gee, you can't screw around with uh, organized crime because you tend to not do well. Hmm. Ah, there's my coffee. Okay. <laughs> and that's about it. I can't, you know, what else? Did you watch Game of Thrones? Of course not. I told you I was going to watch it at the end of the season. I know, I, but I thought I maybe you'd give in. No, ooh, and Saturday night, uh, both Neil and I were honored uh, by uh, the uh, the uh, conservancy, cons- McCoy Rigby Conservancy of Art. And this is uh, Tom McCoy uh, and Kathy Rigby. They've been their producers of uh, a lot of musicals, big end musicals. And uh, Neil and I, on a regular basis, go to all the musicals. The next one is uh, Little Mermaid that we're going to go to, and it's spectacular. So anyway, we were honored, and it was uh, kind of neat to be honored as people who love musical theater. I have moved... Neil Saavedra and Tracy to the dark side. They have become musical theater nutcases. Wow. I'm Is it a dark you. side where you randomly break into song and dance, though? No, it's, sound very evil. It's, it's like Benino <laughs> Mussolini uh, up on the platform screaming and the Italians all joining in and going, Mussolini, Mussolini. And so that's what I have Neil and Tracy doing. Musicals, musicals. And it's uh, it was really good. Anyway, thank you for uh, the uh, Tom and Kathy for the honor. And that's McCoy Rigby. La Mirada is uh, where the musical theater is. And it's some of the best stuff in the world. And it's only like 200-seat theater, right? Oh, yeah, like 1,200-seat oh, theater. Or 1,200. Or 1,400-seat, yes. But it's a... But small nonetheless. I mean, that, that talk about an intimate venue. Yeah. it's And it's very well done. All the seats are good, except for the seats we're in. No, it's the other way around. Ours are good. Everybody else is crap. No, either, they have no. to sit behind you. Yeah, that's true. No, it's uh, it's wonderful. We'll talk more about that. Anyway, Little Mermaid is coming. Oh, and at the event, uh, because Tom and Kathy uh, actually 
uh, produce it, they brought the uh, the performances. They actually brought people from the musical in full costume, and uh, they performed. It was tremendous. Loved it. Okay, uh, that's it. All right, we'll do. Oh no, we'll do the Red Cross auction later on. In the meantime, let's just start with a show with uh, handle on the news uh, with Bender, Aaron V, Justin, and me. Lead story. You know where that came from, incidentally, that song? A musical. No, South that's P- close. South Pacific? No. World War One. Oh, well, <laughs> that's why I thought I'd share oh, that with you. Well, I knew that. I was not on Broadway. Just world, it's a World War One song. I just want to throw that at but you. But it's from the musical World War One, yeah. or what? <laughs> we thought you meant, like, from what musical every, is no, this song? No, every song is from the musical. From the Star Spangled Banner, the musical, and uh, <laughs> Dixie. Uh, from the musical. John Philip Sousa did the book on that, uh, right? That's correct. Okay. So, uh, in any case, uh, the president announces an additional 250 special operations forces are going to Syria. There already are a couple of hundred uh, there. And so, we're going to talk more about this with Brian Suits at 8 o'clock. I've always thought a couple of hundred really does nothing. Yeah, what, what you, you have armies of tens of thousands Hundreds of thousands, and you send 250 over there. What well, the hell does that mean? I just wonder, though, if, if the type of, of of soldier they're sending over there, if it's special ops, can 200 uh, or 250 do the jobs of what 2,500 you know, infantry could do? I'm just throwing out military terms like I know what I'm talking about, but uh, uh, that's it, that's what I'm guessing is you, you send in the SWAT team so that you don't have to send the entire police Yeah, force. I don't think it's a SWAT team. I think it's more training and how effective is training to Syrian soldiers or to Iraqi soldiers, which are... Or if you send an entire, like, brigade or whatever, does it look like, hey, we're coming in, guys, to take over? Or... Go ahead and, well, they'd love it. The Syrian uh, Free Army would love it if the United States came in. Now, do we want war number three right. in the Mideast? That, that's not very palatable. All right. And then on Sunday, we talked to uh, Claudette, uh, our Armenian-American uh, web person, as well as uh, she is our Internet reporter. Thousands uh, marched in Little Armenia to commemorate the genocide. 101st anniversary of the Armenian Genocide, and everybody in the entire world recognizes recognizes it except Turkey, of course. And everybody everybody in the in, in the world will say genocide except for President Obama. Uh, that's the other thing he did as a senator. Yep, and as a candidate. As a, yep, he won't as president. But then geopolitics come into play. It's a lot more complicated than just accept it. You said it is a liar. You can say a lot of things when you're campaigning. You can't do that when all of a sudden you're sitting behind the desk and you've got to deal with, oh, my goodness, we've got a war going on and we have bases in Turkey from which outgo the, well, not even so much the fighter or a lot of the reconnaissance, the drones come out of Turkey. So what do you do? Either out of or over Turkey. Yeah, what do you do? All right. Uh, Wisconsin high school prom. You got a shooter. 18-year-old uh, from that high school decided to take a very powerful rifle, considered a high-powered rifle, 
and sit uh, across the street through a parking lot. And as kids were leaving uh, the school into the parking lot, he decided to start shooting them up and shot two. I think they're going to survive uh, a boy and his date, young man and his date. Cops were already in the parking lot. So uh, the 18-year-old uh, got it. He's done. They killed him. Jacob Wagner, as well they should have. So I guess that, well, it's cops should be armed. What do you think? Cops should be armed? Yes. Yes. And they should shoot people when uh, there's somewhat of a threat. And there was somewhat of a threat. Uh, threat. All right. Coming up, we'll do a little bit of politics. Why? Because we have another Super Tuesday tomorrow. Sweet Tuesday morning. Matter of fact, we'll do that now. <laughs> Just to play the songs. We might have- yeah. Pennsylvania, big one. Connecticut, yeah, Delaware, uh, no one lives in Delaware. Maryland and Rhode Island, no one lives in Delaware, Maryland, and Rhode Island, only in terms of population relative to other states. So we have uh, uh, three to 400. I'm, I'm looking at one number that says 384 delegates for, for the five primaries, but then I'm seeing another that's 462. Either way, for the Democrats, Hundreds and hundreds of delegates are at stake, whereas the Republicans, just about 172, most of them in Pennsylvania. Also keep in mind that uh, the Democratic number of delegates needed for the nomination is about twice as much as uh, the Republicans. Anyway, uh, Trump trumping everybody, 45 percent in uh, Pennsylvania, uh, down to 27 percent for Cruz and 24 percent for Kasich. So Cruz and Kasich are head and head. But Trump is going to, I got to tell you, it, it, he's absolutely right. He could shoot someone in the middle of Times Square and uh, he'd still get he'd still get elected. There is nothing he can do or say, nothing that will stop him from uh, probably getting the nomination. Ted Cruz and John Kasich are doing a little uh, maneuvering yeah, behind we'll, the scenes. We'll, we'll do talk that about when, that one when we come back. In the meantime, this is KFI. It's KFI AM six forty. KFI handle here, April twenty five on a Monday. All right, this is uh, the last week to bid to join us, the morning crew and our spouses. Uh, for dinner at Morton's downstairs, we are raising money, KFI AM640 and the California Earthquake Authority uh, with the American Red Cross. We are going to send the urgent message to Get Prepared California. This is to help more people prepare to survive and recover from uh, California's next damaging disaster, be it an earthquake or an earthquake. So from now until uh, May 1st on uh, Friday, is May 1st on Friday? Or is May 1st on Monday? Uh, or is on Sunday? Be Sunday. That's Sunday. Sunday. You get to do it over the weekend, too. And we're auctioning off the dinner uh, with us and a tour of the KFI studios. Log on to KFIAM640.com. Search Red Cross. 100% of the proceeds go to disaster preparedness relief right here in California. We currently are at $1,400. That's how much money dinner is going to cost. Just well to let you know, that's, because it's that's all just of Justin's it, compliment. I old fashioned. It's all of us. That's right. <laughs> Justin gets plastered. How dare you? Yeah. So we're at fourteen hundred dollars, and it is so important that you bid. 
because uh, Johnny Ken are at uh, and uh, <laughs> Gary and Shannon, Gary Shannon are even more. <laughs> so, <laughs> so far, guys, this is embarrassing. What if all the other shows are pulling a Cruz and Kasich on us and like coming together? Yeah, that's right. To make us look bad. Yeah, that's uh, it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> the only uh, we are being beat by a fill in on a weekend talk show host. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> KFI AM. No, you go to, yes, uh, KFI AM uh, 640.com. Search Red Cross and join us for dinner. We'll tell jokes, bad ones. All right. Oh, there was a, oh, God, there's a great story I want to share with you, but I'm not going to. Oh. All right, because it takes too long. Okay. It has to do with someone bidding on uh, something similar. All right, uh, let's do it. You had said, uh, back we go to handle on the news with uh, Bender, Aaron V. Justin. You had just said uh, that the other uh, various shows are coming together to beat us. Uh, Cruz and Kasich are doing exactly that to try to stop Trump. They are, they've agreed to let each other beat each other in the states where each individual is ahead. In other words, if you're ahead in Indiana, I'm letting you go. And I'm moving into another state in which I'm ahead. And that's what Ted Cruz and John Kasich are doing. They've got to stop this guy. They've got to stop this guy. Has it ever happened where an election is being played like a football game? I've never seen seen it. I have. It's like Survivor. I've never seen it ever. It's just it's just wild. It's really going to get wild. It's another example of why everything is wrong with our political system. Oh, yeah. Well, Citizens United destroyed everything. Uh, where it's unlimited money. If they don't change Citizens United, you're never going to see a race again that is reasonable, where you have reasonable people, where your vote counts. It it just isn't going to happen. It's just too much money. Unlimited money by unions, individuals, into PACs. Uh, it's, It's crazy. And then there is some fiction about how money can't go directly into a campaign, but can go into a PAC that then promotes a campaign as long as the two don't talk to each other. Eh, that works, doesn't it? So we'll see what happens. That's big news politically. That's huge news politically. And then, oh, what a shocker. Little One or two problems with our U.S. Senate ballot for the June 7th primary. How many candidates will be... Running to replace Barbara Boxer? 34. Yeah, just 34. But usually there are several hundred presidential candidates. So, oh, actually there were several hundred Republicans who started on the debate. <laughs> they didn't have room. They had to do it at these massive uh, had to do these massive venues with most of them in the audience. And it filled up the entire theater. Tweeting uh, their responses because we didn't have time. Uh, right. Of the 34 candidates, five will appear at a, a debate tonight, the first Senate yeah. debate tonight, the full field. Of, right. you know. And the problem with the ballot is, and it's crazy, is usually you have on a single page, you have on the left-hand side the names of the ballot, and names of uh, the uh, candidates, and then something about them, U.S. Senate, whatever they do, educator, whatever. And then you cross out or you uh, check one of them. Well, the ballot is on both sides, left and right. 
So people think you choose one from each page, which disqualifies. And there was, uh, early this month, there was a team of ballot uh, design experts in Santa Cruz County, and they were testing the side-by-side option in terms of the ballot. A third were wrong. A third marked both pages. It's a disaster. Can't wait. And there's no, and there's so many names, you really can't do it on one page because then you're writing a phone book. Uh, it's, it's, but then it's the people wonderful. on the second page can, that's right. Then they that, sue hey, yep. unless you do it alphabetically and Mr. Zerzix <laughs> has to sue. And then he changes his name to Aardvark. <laughs> and then, then that year it's random. <laughs> And then the year after that, it's Aardvark Tez. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, We're coming back. Oh, that solar-powered plane. uh, It's Oh, it's big, big news as it's flying around the world, and it's only taken so far it's eight years. It's getting there. It's it's really good. We'll we'll talk about it. It's looking neat, too, I I must say. It's a good-looking plane. Good-looking plane. This is KFI AM 640. KFI, an iHeartRadio station. News is happening, and we so got this. KFI. You are my melody. KFI AM 640 handle here. On an April 25, Monday, tomorrow being Super 2, another Super Tuesday has arrived or will arrive tomorrow, Pennsylvania, amongst uh, five states, and the big one is Pennsylvania. All right, uh, back we go to Handle on the News with Bender, Aaron V., Justin, and me. Solar Impulse 2, flying around the world. Okay, that's it. (laughs) Did a uh, flyover, San Francisco, everybody's very excited about that. Landed in NorCal, safe and sound. Yep. And it'll stay there for a few months. Uh, this is one of uh, the, what makes it uh, very, very different. In fact, it's a solar-powered plane. But there have been plenty of them. But this is first around-the-world plane. But so what? It's It lands and it sits there for a while, and then it takes off again. Now, I notice that it flies at night, so I'm assuming uh, there's uh, quite a bit of battery power in yep. this airplane. 17,000 solar cells, which power the propellers and charge its batteries so that at night it can just fly. Right. And the question I have is uh, batteries, uh, the technology, have to be so advanced because batteries weigh a ton. And in this particular case, the the plane, it's wider than a 747, but it weighs only what a, an SUV weighs, about 5,000 pounds. And all of that is battery. Pretty much. And I don't know what this proves other than if you have a plane that has wings that are half a mile wide with lots of solar panels on it, (laughs) uh, you too can fly with one pilot who weighs under 130 pounds. Uh, It's like a jockey. uh, Yeah, pretty much. There's two pilots there, but they take turns flying it. Oh, I heard about this. I think it was over the weekend uh, in uh, Stevenson Ranch. Uh, up north of us, uh, uh, authorities arrested a student at West Ranch High School beating up a special needs kid. I mean, just pummeling the kid. And several students are watching this. And what are they doing? They're Filming it. Yep. They're whipping out their cell phones. And uh, there they are. You know. They're showing it right now, actually, on the news on the top. Team. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. 
There was also video over the weekend of uh, a guy who is in at a uh, in a Seven Eleven or a convenience store. This was back east someplace, pummeled and beat up or knocked unconscious right out of, uh, outside the store, knocked unconscious and he falls to the curb or actually falls on the street next to the curb, and no one even bothers to pick him up. He's unconscious and he's run over by a taxi that's turning right. It was in Detroit. Oh, oh. Yeah. oh, just, I guess that happens so often. Is that the case that no one bothers? All right. Maybe. Yeah, you should be very proud of that. No, you're not particularly. Is it, and I'm not trying to sound anti-Detroit, even though I'm sounding anti-Detroit. Uh, I'm assuming there are some neighborhoods in Detroit. I know there are some really high-end neighborhoods, Gross Point, for example, where there's serious money. Farmington. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but in, in general, I'm assuming this was more in the inner city kind of thing. Uh, does this not make big news? Is it just, eh, it's just another one of these? Sometimes. It just depends on the situation. The guy that got beat outside of the 7-Eleven, the reason it made national news is because he was a um, an army vet who had come back from Iraq. And gets run over. And, you can, and, and it's beat all, up, yeah. And it's all video right there. All right, here's some extraordinary news that no one was ex- expecting. Byron Scott out as Lakers coach. <laughs> Love your sarcasm. No, not at all. And then in a statement that KFI would make after firing someone here, uh, we would like to thank Byron, insert name of anybody, for his hard work, dedication, (laughs) and loyalty over the last two years. But we've decided it is in the best interest of the organization to make a change at this time because this is the worst coach we've ever had in the history of the Lakers. Although that's not quite written. I guess that's implied. I, I almost think that it's basically, hey, Byron, thank you so much for letting Kobe take over these last yeah. two seasons. You've made us a lot of money mm-hmm. and a lot of tickets. Take care. It's don't you? It's always the same. I hate, I just hate the hypocrisy. It's always they've gone on a mutual agreement and new opportunities. That's a load of crap. If I ever get fired uh, from this station, I guarantee you, I will take out a half-page ad in the in the L.A. Times. I've gotten my ass fired. That's why I'm no longer working there. Fired, done, shown the door, and no one ever says that. But you know what, Bill? We wish you well in your future endeavors. No, and you don't. <laughs> you just want to you want to cut it. We're done. You screwed us up for several years. We don't wish you well. We hope you rot. No, but seriously, we thanks hope you for do, everything. We hope you, and if he goes to another team, we hope you do to that team what you did to us. But can't, like, say a coach is canned from a team and you put out a statement that's kind of derogatory, can't they turn around and sue you for, like, defamation? No. No, because, yeah, the truth is an absolute defense. Your Honor, I would like to submit for evidence the last two years right. of records. <laughs> and what's he going to argue uh, with this one? What was it... Uh, how many games did he win, lose? He won 33. Oh, he only he won. won 38 over oh. two seasons, and the Lakers had the two worst oh, got <laughs> records. It. And I thought I thought there was a decimal point between the three and the eight. No. Oh. They're going to start interviewing in the next couple of days, and one of the names being thrown around is Luke Walton, who played for the Lakers, and he's been the assistant coach with the champion Golden State Warriors. Yeah, and, there's, and there's a dynasty, Bill Walton. He's a very interesting guy, Bill Walton, one of the uh, 
true sort of philosopher thinkers of uh, and one of the easiest the, the interviews NBA. in radio. The easiest one question, you're done for ten minutes. Yeah, just a bright, bright man who is fairly deep. He just he's not your typical basketball player. For example, he actually signs his name with his name as opposed to an X. I think that's enough of that. Is that a lawsuit? I have no idea. Is that defamation? No, because I'm not. You're a lawyer, I think. Oh, so true. So true. Just listen on Saturday, and you two will be convinced of that. All right, coming up, uh, football news. Uh, someone who uh, effectively either has or is in, in the middle of throwing away his life. Uh, this is KFI AM 640. KFI AM 640. KFI handle here. April 25 on a Monday. Oh, lots to cover. Coming up at uh, 7 a.m. Uh, Super Tuesday tomorrow. Democrats, Republicans... And every week, it seems there's a new spin. This is getting so interesting. Even people that are non-political love this because it has become a sitcom slash sitcom. (laughs) Ooh. Yes. I like that. All right. Back we go. More handle on the news. Actually, we finish it up with Bender, Aaron V, Justin, and me. Uh, Johnny Manziel. Uh, Is he going to stay a quarterback He's not anything right now, he's but not even the, in the league. he's the Lindsay Lohan of the sports world. Now, is he good enough uh, to come back like Michael Vick, you know, throwing uh, the old football, uh, the dog, <laughs> or is he a dog of a dog of a football he's, player? This is the sad thing about the situation: the kid is incredibly talented, but he's a giant disaster. Yeah. It, it, what he's uh, been arrested on actually, grand jury indicts him on a misdemeanor, misdemeanor assault charge, beating up his girlfriend. When the Cleveland Browns don't even want you, that's bad. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think that's the difference between him and Vic is that Vic at least was a winner and made right. some huge plays. That he never even pulled yeah. that off. According to the girlfriend, uh, the both of them had a confrontation in a hotel room in Dallas. It went downstairs. It kept on going at a valet station uh, down at the bottom of the hotel. And he said, she said he then forced her into the car and she's screaming for help. And the valet comes up rushing to get his autograph. And off he goes. Taking her. Actually, just uh, the valet ignored her. So, uh, it's... And he beat her up, I think, in front of people, right? Yeah, that that whole thing about whether yeah. he's going to be a quarterback again. Uh, this time next year, we may not talk... We may not be talking about Johnny Menzel even alive. Because he's... He's he's, a, he's, a, he's spiraling out of control. His yeah. dad, Paul, did this interview with ESPN, the magazine, and said... About his own son, his life is going to unravel, and when it does, it's going to be bad, really bad. It's You wonder what demons people like this have, the Michael Jacksons of this world, uh, that just go completely crazy out of their mind. Well, this this might be an affluenza-type condition, because he, he, grew, he grew up uh, uh, pretty much entitled. Uh, not to say that, that those people don't have demons, but this is one of those situations where it doesn't sound like he, he knows consequences. He knows of any consequences. He's renting a house here in L.A., partying it up uh, constantly. Yeah. All right. Interesting, interesting stat. We're going to do a, a segment on this. Uh, one in five families in the United States, nobody works. Hey! 
We're not talking about trust families either, where mom and dad left buckets of money. One in five families, no one is working. You wonder how the hell they survive. Well, probably not very well. And there's an entire world uh, to that, of which I don't know beyond one in five families don't work. It's just an, are you surprised with that stat? One, I'm I'm stunned. Yeah, one in five sounds very high. I was I was thinking one in maybe ten. Yeah, I was thinking along those lines too. Huh. All right. Well, I, how do you survive? Is it are they well? All on first welfare, of all, you, they have to be. You have food stamps. Uh, you have housing. That families are, they get first uh, choice amongst anything. If you have church groups, if you have uh, governmental help, they're going to go with families first. For example, even Katarina's Club, where we raise money, it's for the motel kids whose families are uh, living in motels. So it's... So sad. Yeah, one in five families. And then the issue is, is there work, is there not work? All right, uh, interesting uh, interesting situation at the Vatican, St. Peter's Square. Uh, the Pope does his uh, normal, what, weekly mass. He goes into the square, and he takes a group of kids, age 13 to 16, and they're sitting around chairs. Uh, it's sort of one of those group sessions, musical chairs kind of thing. And the Pope is there taking confession is, from 16 kids. That is awesome. Is it? intimidating is that? Well, look, we have a picture here where you have some kid, backpack, and he is shaking hands with the Pope and smiling, and I can just see he's just confessed to having indiscriminate sex, having STDs for the last five years, and the Pope's going, hey, that's great. Look at him, he's shaking hands. And everybody's happy. This kid is not intimidated at all. Just, hey, Pope. I think it's, I don't know. I'm hey, not Catholic. <laughs> hey, <laughs> sup, Pope? Yo, Pope. How you living, man? Keeping 100? MC oh. Francis. <laughs> <laughs> but if it was Pope John Paul, do you think this wouldn't be as uh, loosey-goosey? I feel like this Pope is kind of a yeah man of the people. He's like, yeah. what's that? He does six-shooter fingers I'll, and I'll tell you who really, <laughs> I'll tell you who really, really would have been a guy you wanted to sit down to and just BS. Uh, Benedictus. There was a guy who just was loose and terrific. Hey, how you doing? Tell well, me your uh, problems, youngster. Yeah. And then uh, we're getting stories about how is it that Prince just died at 57. And uh, we've heard about Percocet. We're hearing more and more stories. going to talk to Dr. Jib later on. Uh, one of uh, the stories uh, detectives have been told, this is by The Mirror, uh, which is a British paper, that Prince stayed awake for 154 hours straight, despite being hooked on Percocet, which puts you to sleep. Go to sleep, little baby. Yeah, and they're at looking at maybe doctor shopping. Yeah, a lot of lot of different things. We'll talk. And then uh, the story was, I don't think that's refuted, that the day before or two days before, the plane had to land, and he was immediately taken to the hospital, and now they're saying he was given one of those anti-drugs. Yeah, the save shot, the anti-opiate yeah. uh, drug. And there, when when the cause of death comes out uh, or when the autopsy results are released, uh, we're, we're thinking probably a high concentration of fill in the blank with prescription drugs. Yeah, here. probably. Probably. And you wonder, and it had to be doctor shopping because no doctor in the world is going to give uh, these many drugs. But at the same time, if he's looking at painkillers over 
a period of X number of years, uh, he would have total immunity towards uh, any painkiller, normal prescription. And no liver. Yeah, on top of that. All right, and well, the toxicology reports will come out in a couple, three weeks, and we'll find out what it was about. All right, coming up, Super Tuesday tomorrow, Democrats, Republicans, some great news of Trump and Kasich and Ted Cruz. Lots going on. I'll share that with you, KFI AM 640.